Hey, I'm Pastor Rhonda. And I'm Pastor Seth. You're listening to Growing Hope, Living Faith. Welcome back to Growing Hope, Living Faith. We're so glad you're listening. And guess what? What's that? This is episode number 52. 52. Can you believe it? Unreal, unreal. <laughs> no, these weeks are passing by. And I missed recording last week. I did. And we do need to apologize. Uh, this is totally on me, uh, not on Pastor Rhonda at all. But I've, I have been slacking <laughs> on putting information out for us. I don't even know if I, I announced or I put anything on our Facebook page about episode 51. Um, so, uh, man, live has just been crazy i know for both of us and uh which is good yeah it's not bad (laughs) uh it's good you know don't don't get worried out there i know sometimes people get worried but uh it's been good Especially when we're gone for the weekend, and I yeah. just um, did a ladies' retreat on our our Georgia district, yes. and I had to leave so early in the week, and so we had a little window to we get did. it recorded, and I just couldn't make it happen. It didn't happen. No, mm-hmm. I'm working uh, nine hour days on Monday through Thursday, and so by the time I, I get off work, you know, and I mean we're working on a, I mean we're recording right now on a Tuesday night, and uh, yeah, yeah, put a little over a nine hour day in today, but uh, hey, I'm excited to be able to record and all that kind of stuff. So we do apologize for that. Yeah. Now, women's retreat heard was amazing. It Saw was. pictures, uh, all that kind of stuff. So, tell so us a little bit. Fun. I, I mean, I know I've heard the stories, but uh, tell <laughs> us just a little condensed version about this week. Well, it was really kind of neat because on Saturday morning, I was two seconds away from doing this mm-hmm. really fun thing where we where we ran around the sanctuary taking selfies with people yeah. that either we knew or didn't know or whatever, and it was going to be a lot of fun. So I was just about to announce that, and um, we had someone to come in in the back of the, the tabernacle there and ask us to pray because his son, grandson had been hit by a car, mm. and we dropped everything, and we started praying, and it was just like the presence of the Lord was so real, and um, we moved into official an official prayer time and people just started responding going to the altar and Pastor Lindsay Huggins of Sandersville Church in the Nazarene she just kept singing and the Mm. Lord was just there in a very special special kind of way and I know he moved my heart and he did um, a lot for a lot of people and I'm still on cloud nine I still haven't come back to reality so listen you would have loved this Yeah, I had to rent a vehicle to get all the stuff down there and I um, you know, I've got like a small vehicle because right. I'm short and, you know, so I've got this little car. So I rented, my son-in-law works for Enterprise and he helped me get oh, nice. a, um, like a standard SUV. So I had this big humongous yeah. huge tahoe oh nice those <laughs> yeah, are really nice yeah it was like a 2023 yeah. and um yeah I, I couldn't hardly drive it <laughs> <laughs> so it was packed all the way up but see my dilemma was if i had my seat up so high so that i could see over the end of the car then my foot could reach <laughs> the pedal <laughs> did the pedals not move a lot of times their pedals will move on those cars well i couldn't figure it out are you kidding me <laughs> and so yeah and then i I felt like I had to pick up my whole leg to mm. touch the brake. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, so I felt like I was driving an 18-wheeler. <laughs> that's awesome. But you need to go back to the other story because you didn't finish the story about the kid who got hit oh, by the car. Yes, that was the People best the part. Like, I'm sorry. What happened to you? <laughs> 
<laughs> what happened to the boy? I have ADD. <laughs> well, the good news is God healed him. Yes. And um, wow, it was amazing because we kept getting these updates, mm-hmm. or Julie did, Pastor Kyle's wife, Pastor Kyle, our district superintendent, he was sending her updates. And mm-hmm. so she read all the updates and um, it was like, you know, he's being, being seen now and they're checking for broken bones and they're doing all this. And so at the service, the very last one said that they sent him home with no broken bones. That's awesome. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And he was unconscious when they got yes, there, he said, yeah. and for sure had potentially a broken leg. Yeah, they were sure that, that his leg was broken and he was unconscious. And, mm. you know, when you get airlifted to Emory yeah. in Atlanta, that's that's, that's a, a big deal. Big deal. Mm. So um, we are just praising the Lord. And I'm sorry I left you <laughs> hanging on that. I have ADD. I was just thinking of all the wonderful things that happened. That's awesome. And, um, yeah, God just met us in so many ways. That's but, good. you know, that's a real big like boost of faith Mm. and we did have a healing service on saturday night and um you know i tried to explain i don't understand why god heals sometimes and how god heals through medicine and through doctors and then sometimes god doesn't heal at all this side Mm -hmm. of heaven and um you know it's it's really interesting but we still ask we still have faith to ask him to heal and um yeah it's great there was a sweet lady that was there that she nearly passed away um a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and she's in you know probably the end stages and but she was there she made the effort to be there she came with her oxygen and a private nurse Mm. and sat on the front row was there even for sunday school and i thought wow you can't get some people to get out of bed on sunday mornings i'm not trying to put guilt on anybody (laughs) but um you know it was just really a beautiful thing that she just wanted to be there and she made the effort and god blessed her a lot that's awesome so very good yeah yeah, my wife was out of town this last weekend, so I had the kids all to myself, and uh-huh. so uh, you know that's 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 my excuse for not putting any information out this last Saturday, <laughs> and so I do apologize about that. And um, but yeah, so that's good. Well, Thanksgiving is coming up, so yes. we this will be coming out on the Saturday before Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, Thanksgiving is always a, a great time of the year. So you have big plans. You know, I can't think about it yet. That's right. <laughs> because I have a big songwriting conference, or not conference, uh, co-writing retreat, and I won't get home till Sunday afternoon. So I guess I won't even think about Thanksgiving yeah. until Monday. But I did see where my daughter, we have a, a private Facebook group just for my family. And I think my daughter has stepped up to the plate and has started a menu and I just have to get my house clean. Nice. That's (laughs) awesome. Everybody's come to my house, but, um, but yeah, um, you know, it's always bittersweet, you know, when you have holidays because, um, Eric's parents always came to our house too. And now they, they're no longer with us. And my grandmother, of course, you know, your grandmother's Mm. passed away as well. And, it's just hard, you know, because you have those memories, but you keep going and um, you, you remember the good times yeah. and, of course, eat too much. And <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I'll be spending time with a lot of family. So I got some family coming in and then we're going to go see some of Morgan's cousins that she hasn't seen in five years. I think it's been wow. about five years she hasn't seen them. So. So uh, that'll always, that'll be good, but uh, we'll have to find a moment <laughs> to be able to record next week yeah. so that we can have one come out, hopefully, the next Saturday yes. as well. While you're doing all your Christmas shopping, are yes. you a Black Friday shopper? Uh, no, not <laughs> at all. I'm not a shopper, just in general. Yeah. Um, I'm very much a know what I'm there to get, go grab it, and then 
turn around and leave. And um, that's usually me, but I do like Black Friday deals. And so mm-hmm. if we're looking for something in particular, we will like comb through the newspapers. Yeah. I remember one year we were so desperate for silverware. When your kids get to be teenagers, mm-hmm. you'll find silverware in yeah. trash cans and under beds mm-hmm. and like all kinds of crazy places. So we were down to nothing. And this was back in the day. This was before your time, but you had to actually go to the store. And wait for no. them to open the well, door. You remember I that? My, I've stayed up all night yeah. waiting for a store to open up. And then once you get in and get what you want there, then you got to rush to the next door yes. to be able to get what you want there. Well, that's what we did. And we were at Kohl's, man. And we got that silverware for a little to nothing. <laughs> so we like to do that. And um, so I guess we'll do some of that. There's a lot of good deals to be had out there. Yeah. So, but Cyber Monday, I think, has really kind of hurt that a little bit too. Right. A lot of people are doing online now. Yes. And, uh, they don't even venture out on that stuff anymore. So. Maybe we should stop and pray for all the UPS drivers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we know some. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a rough so, season. Absolutely. So, but yeah, so it is Thanksgiving season. And um, as we were kind of looking at lectionary, uh, the passages, um, some really, really cool passages. There's the passage of Deborah, um, which is mm-hmm. a, a really, really just fascinating story in the Bible. And I'm thankful for passages like this and scripture like this to remind us the reality of women in ministry and the importance of women leaders. And um, so thankful for that. And so go check that out. We're not going to be yeah. reading that one today. Uh, I mean, unless we want to. Um, but uh, I don't know if we'll be reading that one. We're going to be looking at the gospel passage for today because I really feel like it does line up pretty well with kind of the Thanksgiving theme. And, um, you know, when you think of Thanksgiving, I'm just going to pop this question to you. When you think of Thanksgiving, you know, what what does that elicit you to think about? Like, what is what comes to your mind when you think of Thanksgiving? Gratitude. Um, yeah. The things that, that God has just blessed me with. And I try, I know I'm thankful for the big things, you know, my family and, and those kind of things. And I am so grateful. But I also try to um, to sit and spend some time on all the little things that mm. I take for granted. Um, I make lists like little things like cotton, mm. you know, it's yeah. like in vanilla. Yeah. I remember putting that on my list one year and um, I just, I love the feel of cotton and I thought, man, what if there wasn't any cotton, yeah. <laughs> you know, or just the, the scent of vanilla and, you know, just little things. I try to make a list of big things and little things. But mm. um, last week, I think it was, I, I was looking out the window and I was just so overcome with just the beauty that I could see out my window, the, the trees and the, the sun streaming in and I think sometimes we just take so much for granted because yeah. God didn't have to do all that. Mm-hmm. He could have just said, here's a world. He could have made it black and white. And that wasn't, you know, yeah. even that would be gracious. But my goodness, that's such, Thanksgiving to me is um, is definitely just taking that time of of being grateful. So good. Um, and yeah, and I, I think that's so important um, when it comes to this holiday um is that remembering that we remember um all of these things that we should truly be thankful for Mm -hmm. um but i think a a, a large part of kingdom living is yes we do remember you know we remember the things that god has um provided for us that Mm -hmm. he gives us um that he journeys with us that he's the god that doesn't leave us alone we you remember these things um but if we leave them in a state of remembrance um then i feel like we're missing the point of thanksgiving on a very very deep level and kingdom i think calls us to something 
much, much, much deeper. And um, Thanksgiving, um, yes, it is remembering. It is all of those things. And I know we agree on this, you know, right. from from the get go. Um, but if if we just remember and leave it there, then right. then we're only, I think, truly understanding and truly having Thanksgiving half the way. Thanksgiving should push us to action. Right. It should always drive us to this place of, man, if you really are thankful, if you really have this this feeling of thankfulness in your life, it should push you to some sort of, of action. Right. And that's the call of the gospel. Truly, we're blessed to be a blessing. We're mm-hmm. not to hoard all these things that God has given us. And I'm a firm believer in generosity and giving. Um, and God always replaces that seed when we're generous. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just kind of how his economy works. But we are blessed to bless others. That's good. Well, the Matthew story kind of hits on that, I think, a little bit. And um, it's it's a passage that a lot of people may be very familiar with. And, um, you know, obviously there's some slavery and stuff in here, which at its core, I think, is, is problematic. But, you know, um, we'll, we will, we'll look past all of those things. Maybe that's probably not a conversation for this podcast, uh, for this podcast today. Uh, maybe down the road we can talk about that a little bit. But um, it, it's a really, um, really, really cool passage. And um, like I said, you've probably heard it many times, um, but let's approach it maybe with this mentality of truly thankfulness. And um, let's let's see how these guys respond. Uh, I don't know if you want to read it or if you want me to read it. I can. Go ahead. Okay, I'll read it. So it's going to be Matthew 25 and uh, it's 14 through 30. So it's not short. So hang in there. But it reads like this. Four, it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability, and then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. And after a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. And his master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. And his master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. We'll put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And then the one who received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter your seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave, you knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one with the ten talents. For to all those who have, more will be given. And they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have shall be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. Goodness. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yeah, the first thing that sticks out (laughs) to me is they all have talents. Yeah. And... 
they didn't get to say, give me, you know, this is what I want. Give me a lot. Give me a little. You know, it wasn't up to them, mm-hmm. but they were given and they received what they were given. Right. Yeah. From the master. And mm-hmm. man, once again, imagine the joy, right? And the thankfulness right. that all of these would have had. And I think you can see it within all of them. Like, obviously, the guy who has five, there's this thankfulness. There's this, man, This I'm sure it's this feeling of, oh, man, my master trusts me, right? With right. something. Um, he's given me something to to be able to have, to be able to hold while he is gone. Like there's this trust, like I said, and that's what it says, that the master entrusted his servants. Like he's, there's this trust that is going. And so like it's going back and forth. So there's this feeling I imagine has to be really, really good, you know, Mm -hmm. that your master would trust you this much that he is going to give you some of his property to be able to hold while he goes away. Right. Which is so key and so huge, I think, in understanding, you know, this mentality of Thanksgiving. But the question is, is what do we do with the trust? What do we do with the things and the property that the master essentially gives? Well, we, we see, I think, several things played out um, with within this role. Obviously, the first one had five, mm-hmm. went and was able to trade them, and he was able to trade up, right? Like, right. he got to five more, and... Um, and so I was able to bring that back to the master. And obviously the master is like, yes, you know, it's, it's great. I've entrusted with you, you, you a lot. And so therefore I'm going to give back. And then the same thing with the second one, right? right? That he goes and he gets two. And so these two, they could have had this feeling, right? Where it's been like, oh man, I'm so thankful for the master. So thankful for what he's done that he has entrusted me. And so they very much could have made the same decision as the last servant. Right. That we're going to allow this feeling to stay right here. And we're going to allow this feeling to be the thing that is it, and it's going to end here. Um, But they chose to act, and it was because of their actions um, that the master's property, I guess, or his entrusted treasure was able to grow, Um, which is really a cool, cool mentality. And, you know, and a really, really cool thought, I think, on such a deep level. I think so, too. And I'm just thinking, again, like the person with the two didn't whine and say, yeah. why didn't I get five? But he took what he had. Yeah. And, man, that's a lesson in and of itself because, you know, you can look at other people and they just seem to be so multi-talented in so many ways. They have so, so much more mm. either, like, talents and gifts or material, you know, blessings than we do. And it's so easy to get your eyes off of what God does for you and you yeah. get your eyes on somebody else. But I, I love that this person didn't do that, but they invested with what they had. And man, that's a huge lesson. If we would just invest what God gives us and yeah. keep our eyes off of everybody else, comparison will kill you. Oh, on a very, very deep level. And um, I mean, that's the world that we live in. Right. I mean, on such a deep level that that's the culture we live in, especially yeah. with social media and all those things. It's, it's hard not to compare lives and all of those kind of things that we have going on. And that's not the big part of the story. but it's No, it's just, not. It just sticks out to me, yep. you know, when, when you have, Obviously, you have one that's got five and one that's got two. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and then you have this one who, you know what? I'm, like I said, I can only imagine the feeling of like, oh, man, the master trusts me with his property. Um, that's a great feeling. And I imagine there was a lot of thankfulness. Um, but he had no action uh, after he was entrusted with the reality of what the master had given him, there was no action beyond that. And he chose to bury it and he chose not to, like the master said, I mean, even if you had to put it in the bank, you know, I would have got more when I got back. Um, but you weren't, you weren't even willing to do that. Like 
because that, that, that's action, right? That takes, right. that is a little bit of action, essentially that, that happens. And, um, and, and it's so easy, I think, once again, for us to come through seasons like Thanksgiving and to have all of these great feelings and to be, you know, thankful and say that we're thankful and to, you know, have this list of things, uh, which is great. It's not saying that we shouldn't do that, right. but man, if we aren't, diligent in taking that next step and saying, man, look how good and faithful God's been. Like, right. look how awesome he is and look what he gives us and provides for us. And then we're not taking that blessing and then continuing to push forward and say, all right, now that I see this and I realize that, yes, this is God and what God has done, man, now what am I going to do with this? What action should be coming or flowing from this so that it's not that I can just take what God's given me and sit on it, but man, I can really, like you said, be a blessing, take God, God's blessing and then bless the world. Because I mean, we've talked about it on this podcast. That goes all the way back to Genesis, the call of Abraham. I'm going to bless right. you so that right. you can go bless other people. Yeah. And did you notice his excuses? I mean, I wonder where he gets yeah. this. I knew you were a harsh man. Like, how did he know that? I mean, Mm, that's, that's good. Just, it's just kind of like he's just making excuses. I'm trying to find what verse that was. Um, mm. uh, where'd it go? Masters 24. Yeah. I know that you are a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scattered seed. So I was afraid. Yeah. That's a whole little <laughs> sermon in and of itself, yeah. too. I was afraid. Mm. I mean, even if he were telling the truth, I mean, fear is a liar. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I think sometimes we get our eyes on everybody else and then we're afraid to step sure. out in faith with what God has given us, mm. you know, but this whole idea though of him being harsh and all that, it's just kind of an excuse to me. Sure. But the fear, I, I, I can definitely understand that, but it's not right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's so easy yeah. to get complacent, right? To get complacent and to get comfortable and to, right. like I said, uh, you know, you said that and my mind immediately went to just the church today, you know, especially mm -hmm. I think the American church, like, um, yeah, I think this, if we're not careful, this, this can be very, very scary because it's easy sometimes I think for people to get this picture of God or of the master that the master is this scary person mm -hmm. who is raining down judgment, who is um, there to, Hey, if you slip up then he is, he's going to really, really get you. Right. And I think unfortunately the church has really created this God right. <laughs> by some of our theology and our thought processes. Right. And, um, and we've chosen to focus on those things instead of once again, who God really, really is. Right. Um, and it's, it's not, like I said, the master says, like, if you would, even if you're just taking it to the bank, you know, like even if you just would have done something with, with nothing, right. you know, with what I gave you, man, then, then we wouldn't be having this conversation, yeah. but you were complacent. You were, you, you were scared. You chose to be lazy. You chose not to do anything with what I had given you, man. And because of that, man, we're going to take what you have. We're going to give it to the, to the right. one who has, and you know, we're going to send you away. Well, verse 25, I think is so sad. You hid your talent in the ground. Mm. How many times did we hide our talents? That's so sad to me. But yeah. you're right. I mean, that's what he says to him. Because you were not faithful with what I did give you, yeah. then I'm going to trust the person that I gave the most and give it to them. That's good. Yeah. You know, um, just kind of going through theology classes and all that, um, 
you know, they essentially say there's three things that you can really give back to God. And God, I think there's three things that God really does desire from us. Um, and they all start with T's. One is your talent. So the, right. the gifts and the abilities that God does give you. Your time. Right. So how are you going to honor God with your time that you have? And then he cares about your treasure. What are you going to do with your treasure? The things that he really does give you. And um, like I said, I think all of those line up with this mentality. And I think are could be interchanged with this word talent, with this idea. Now, obviously, a talent would have been physical money. It would have been right. physically something. Um, but I think all of those, I think, could easily be interchanged within this reality that, that God does desire our time. He desires our talents. He desires our treasure. And he does give us all of those things. All of those things are gifts from him that he does entrust us with. Man, so so what are we going to do with our time? What are we going to do with our talents? And what are we going to do with the treasure that we have? And are we going to choose to sit on those things or hide them, like you said? Or are we going to be able, once again, be able to utilize those things to be a light mm-hmm. on a hill that points people to the reality of who this God is and what this God is really all about? Right. And, but scripture also tells us that we are to offer ourselves as a mm-hmm. living sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, these are gifts, but... They're kind of loans. I mean, he gives us the breath in our lungs. Mm. He gives us everything that we need, but yet we don't surrender completely yep. and give ourselves back to him. And that's what he wants, yep. He, you know, because we're not our own. We're bought with a price. Yeah. It is so easy to get caught once again just in this feeling. And we can look around and we can say, man, look how God has blessed me. And we get so caught up and it'll give us the warm fuzzies and it might even put right. chills and give you goosebumps. But man, if, if you're just looking around saying, man, look how God has blessed me and you're not right. saying, man, God has blessed me. How can I bless others? Then I think we're totally missing the reality of what Thanksgiving truly is because right. Thanksgiving, yes, it is a feeling. Yes, it is an emotion, yes. but man, true Thanksgiving leads us to action. action. It's got to lead us to <laughs> yeah. action. And if it doesn't, then, then once again, we're missing. you know. Well, I mean, we know what happens because he says, I'll take what you have and give it to somebody else. I mean, that I remember hearing that as a, you know, a teenager and that would scare me to death. Mm -hmm. I would think, oh, well, what if Mm -hmm. he were to take my voice away or what if, you know, that you start getting all those little ideas in your mind. But we do have to to be faithful or he will. Yeah. So, you know, that's I think that's an important thought for us. And so maybe as we're entering into this Thanksgiving season this thanksgiving holiday and obviously advent is right around the corner um, right around the corner um and so uh man maybe that's the thought that really needs to be on the forefront of our mind in a a season that has been commercialized on such a deep 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 level how do we really show our appreciation to god this thanksgiving season what does it mean for you and your family you know um what does it mean for not just you to take this journey, but for you to bring others along with you um, in this in this season of action or what should be action. Um, and those are some very, very important questions. Um, and it's, you don't have to look far. You know, you can go places and you can see how this has been lived out, I think, on such a deep, deep, deep level. Um, I mean, and it's being lived out by people who probably don't profess God, maybe. and uh, But it's also being lived out, obviously, by people of faith as well. And so, um, man read stories find those stories and be encouraged by those stories um you know for me it's there is something about when you surround yourself or put yourself around some people who who are really living um who've really taken this concept and really kind of taking it to the next step where they um 
they're living this Thanksgiving on such a deep level. Whereas God's blessing, it's not about them at all. You know, it's about, man, how do I bless others? Man, there's something that is, it's contagious Mm -hmm. and it spreads to me and it gets me excited and it lights my fire. And um, so I think it's so important that we find people, you know, that are living this, that are doing this on such a deep level. Yeah, and and, and do it together. Um, Have conversations. Um, bring a couple families together and say, man, how can we bless others? You know, God's blessed us. How can we bless others? And like I said, this is a great season to be, do it. Like maybe it's you, you know, this is a great season to serve at like soup kitchens and, and, you know, community kitchens and all that stuff or to uh, do a lot of those things. But how do you extend this beyond just, all right, we're in the season of Thanksgiving. We're going to do this during Thanksgiving. And how do we begin to make this a lifestyle? Right. Because that's where it's so important. Right. Well, we certainly hope that you have a great Thanksgiving season, just like everything that we said, but we just want to say happy Thanksgiving to you, and we would love to hear from you if you have any questions or any comments or concerns or anything, prayer requests, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to pray for you. We have email at growinghopelivingfaith at gmail.com, and we have a Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook is uh, Growing Hope Living Faith Podcast, so uh, we'd love for you to be able to reach out to us there as well. Yes, and we'll be better about posting. Yeah, sorry about that. We'll, we'll try our <laughs> no, hardest. No, it's my fault <laughs> no, too. But yeah, anyway, we are so grateful that you've listened. And do us a favor, tell someone else about yeah. our podcast and share. Yep. We love you all. Grace and peace. God bless. Bye-bye.